Hello everyone, welcome along to a special edition of the Luke Town Supporters Trust. I'm Kev and I'm joined by the last line of the town defence, Ethan Horvath. Uh, he, Ethan, thanks very much for giving us some of your time this evening, really appreciate that. No worries, thanks for having me. Um, I guess it's the kind of nature of football that everyone sort of judges everyone that's on the football pitch, but I don't really like listening to what people say about people. I try and get the view of how uh, people assess their own form. So yourself, your season so far, how's it been? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, ever since coming to Luton, enjoyed every every second here, really. Um, the team has been amazing, very welcoming. The staff, everybody in the club has been um, really, really welcoming. And I've enjoyed every second here, really. Um, and then on the pitch, yeah, I've been happy with um with myself so far I hope you guys have been as well and then um with the team as well just really happy I mean each game we we try to give it give it our all each game and leave it all out on the pitch and um I hope that the fans and everyone feel that as well that each game we 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 try to push ourselves to the limit and give give it our give it our all every game Let's start with the fans then. Um, very, very quickly in your time at Luton Town, the USA, USA chants um, were coming in your direction. And I must give you a lift that you've kind of, uh, that us fans have warmed to you very, very quickly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, coming, I mean, to be honest, this is my first loan and that kind of puts a bit of pressure on it because it's, um, Maybe the fans are a bit, why are we doing this or that? Um, so that, that kind of puts a bit of pressure on on myself to show Luton and the fans who Ethan is and what Ethan is capable of. Um, and so, I mean, for that to happen so quickly, um, um, whenever they do it or whatnot, it, it, uh, it gives me like the energy and it... Um, puts a smile on my face just because um, I want to do the the best for the club and the organization. I mean, the fans and the club have goals and aspirations. And um, even though I know I'm lone, like I'm still full in 100%. I want to help the club and organization and, and the fans. I want them to reach Premier League. I want them to reach their goals and what, what they see and what, they want the future to be for Luton. I'll come back to uh, the on-pitch stuff shortly, but I love people who have different stories in the game. And I was looking through the history of your career. And uh, being an American goalkeeper, I half expected that you'd have had an MLS club to begin with. But I noticed that you started in Norway, went to Belgium, and then you came to England. That from As an American sort of at birth, that's a, it's a, a varied way of doing it. Um, how did all of that come about? Yeah, so in the U.S., I was just with my local academy team or like it was local team. And then which once you reach under 15, 16, whatever, it becomes like the academy team. So I was just a part of that team. And it was, it is and was then still is one of the best in the u.s um for producing some talent especially on the girls side there's many girls on the u.s national team that have played at at the team that i played for um so there's a couple showcases that happen yearly and 
was just at one of those. And then there was this um, scout that was scouting stuff. And he he put together a team of players. Um, so, like, I was 15 at the time, I think. And so all the other players were about, I think, 17, 18, 19. So just put together a team of, like, players who he thought were 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 possibly ready to have a chance in Europe or to have a look at in Europe. So we went over to Europe for about two weeks and um, we're like at train. We played teams from Switzerland, Italy, Germany, Austria and at trainings and at these games, scouts, coach, like from where all over Europe were at, at it. And um, that's kind of where Molda first saw me. Um, and so after the uh, two weeks, uh, went to Molda for one week, trained. And um, I mean, after the first session, um, Ole Gunner um, and the keeper coach, Richard Hardis, wanted to sign me. Um, but with being so so young, um, it wasn't possible. So I had to go back to the U.S. and was back in high school um, playing just with my local club team and whatnot. And so um the Molda scout and my former agent came over, saw me play a couple games, um, and just were like, if Ethan is serious about wanting to be professional or whatnot, and just kind of said like uh, I was a bit above the level that I was playing at there. And um so in January uh went over to England and was at Manchester City for a little bit, Stoke City for a little bit. And then I had to go back to the U.S. for a national team camp. And that's when Molda kind of came back and checked up and was asking if Ethan's available or if he's taken or whatnot. So that's kind of when Molda came back. So went back to Molda, um, was there for three months because that's all I could legally be there for on my passport flew back to the U.S. to be there for three months to reset it. But as I flew back, my mom and dad flew over. Um, the club helped with job, um, housing, and everything. So by the time I was able to fly back, I could apply for a family visa and stay there permanently. So that was all like a pretty big decision and everything else like coming to Europe. But it immediately paid off, didn't it? I mean, you're playing under... Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, like you say, you're playing in European competition for Molder, who were, well, now they're probably the best team in Norway and they were one of the better ones back then as well. And then it's off to Belgium to play for Club Bruges. And um, and then eventually you make your way to England at Nottingham Forest, where we came up against, well, you was on the uh, bench against us last season, where we first sort of knew about you. I'm interested in how last season was for you with Nottingham Forest. And is there any sort of, uh, similarities this season because they changed manager at a very similar time to when we changed manager and went on this crazy long run and ended up getting promoted and obviously hopefully now that we've changed manager we're going to go on a similarly long run and get promoted yeah um yeah it was a bit mixed emotions at Forest last year to be honest with you um um yeah I don't know how much I should really say on it to be honest with you but um, on the manager points, I mean, I uh, actually just spoke about it. Um, it's a bit interesting here because usually managers get 
get sacked because they're not doing good or whatnot, you know. But here, I mean, Nathan took an opportunity um, because Luton was doing good, because Luton was having success, and there was an opportunity not to pass up because he was they were doing good, you know. So um, at the time uh, at Nottingham, I mean, it was opposite. We were not doing good and or at the bottom of the table. And uh, so, um, yeah, they changed manager. And um, so it was kind of two opposite scenarios there as here at Luton, Nathan left for a positive reason and a good reason. And at Forest changed because a change needed to be happened because if not, we probably would have not done what we've done. So, and I think, it's very tricky situation whenever you change manager because um, it's really down to the player's commitment to what that new manager wants to bring to the table. Um, and if the players are allowing themselves to to dive head first into committing themselves to what the manager wants to implement. And um, to be honest, last year at Forest, that's what I saw. Cooper, Steve Cooper came in um had his own style wanted to play certain way and of course you'll have your first couple games in a tricky situation it's not all going to go perfect but something just clicked and every single player was just was just devoted and committed to what he wanted to do and um you really saw it in the games um Rob has come in he has his way he wants to do things um, and to be honest, personally, I've, I've been seeing it as well within the guys and within the games as well, how committed and devoted we are into what Rob wants to do. Um, and I think that's important to have all the players committed and devoted to what the manager wants to do, um, especially after, you know, before the World Cup, we were we were doing good, rising on the table, um, you know, so like, there wasn't a need to change manager, but um, it was positive what happened at the end of the day for Nathan, you know. And so it was down to, to us as the players to keep that momentum and to keep that positivity going. And I really see that in the games now. We're really committed to what Rob wants to do. Um, and so with I don't know how many games are left, it's just down to each game, us being committed and being devoted to what the manager wants to do. and. Hopefully, at the end of the day, end of the day, end of the day, the results go our way. Uh, the goalkeeping department at Luton is quite a big one. There's um, four goalkeepers, if you include James Shea. Obviously, he's been out injured, and uh, we wish him speedy recovery and hope that he's um, coming on good. How have you found working with all the different goalkeepers and the goalkeeping coach? Yeah, really good. Um, um, yeah, the our little goalkeeping. Uh, group, whatever you want to call it, is really nice. I love and enjoy coming into work every single day. Um, you know, uh, Harry and Matt. It's I know I've been in their shoes in their shoes before, not being the number one, and um, I can only give them so much credit as well for all of the work they do every single day. Um, it helps push me. It makes me a better keeper. It makes me a better person. Um, and we to work with the Kevins, it's been really, really good as well. Um, um, 
yeah, I mean, to, to be like, I've really enjoyed every single day, and it's just, it's just such a joy to come into work every single day with, with the group that we have, and I enjoy every training that we have together. I am going to bring it back onto the pitch shortly. Don't worry. Um, but you mentioned the World Cup just a minute ago. Obviously, you was away at the World Cup with America, unfortunately, uh, on the bench for those games. But that must have been a pretty incredible experience. Yeah, to. You know, that's just something you dream about as a kid, uh, the World Cup and to to be like actually part of it and experience the World Cup feelings and emotions and the the pregame atmosphere, the pregame whatever that the stadiums are putting on, you know, it's it's a special moment and special feelings and um it's something that I'll cherish forever. Hopefully uh, there's there's more in my future but um, to say that uh, I was able to be a part of a squad that was in the World Cup is something that I'll cherish and look back on forever. It was a, a very, very special moment because, um, and I also have a lot to thank to Luton for that as well because um, came here and obviously playing and was playing well in the team. We were was performing well, you know, so um, a lot of credit goes to Luton as well for that to make that possible for me. There's a lot of good keepers in American um, football at the minute, isn't there? Because, I mean, uh, in your first game back after the World Cup, we played against uh, Zach Steffen, obviously on loan from Manchester City. He didn't actually go to the World Cup. So the fact that um, the American keepers are so strong and you got into that World Cup squad really speaks just how well you've been playing at Luton. Yeah, and it's, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's I'm really thankful that the coach picked me, but maybe he wouldn't, you know. so. Um, you know, I just tried tried my absolute best to number one, like like of course World Cup was on my mind, but number one was 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 at Luton to to perform at Luton and that's where my mind is to to help Luton and to reach the goals goals that that the team and that the club wants to reach. So first that was where my head was at every single game and um it's kind of like the the cherry on top just to 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 be able to go to that and to be named to the World Cup roster just to show that all of the hard work and 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 uh, and uh, playing well like was was noticed. And I guess anyone who's American will kind of have that sort of incentive now to keep on performing because obviously in three and a half years' time America will host the next World Cup. So to play in a home World Cup would be sort of the icing and the cherry on top of the cake, really, I'm guessing, for all American, Canadian and Mexican players. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think that's maybe going to be one of the biggest World Cups ever. I mean, I can only imagine what the U.S. are planning to do when, when the time comes. Um, but no, for sure. To I mean, I think that's just for any of the host countries, if you host the World Cup, for that host country to be a part of of your nation's national team, I think that will be a special moment, yeah. Well, we really, really hope that um, you crack on, hopefully with us, and uh, you're a part of that side, uh, that's for sure. Um, let's bring it back on to uh, the football then. You've kept eight clean sheets for Luton. You'd have had an awful lot more, but there seems to be some sort of target on our goal that world-class strikes seem to whiz past you. There's been a good half a dozen worldies that have gone past you this season, haven't they? But in the main, though, um, yourself, the defence in front of you, that you know they've been working hard, they've been playing well, and... Um, you know, teams have got to work really, really hard to score against us, which I guess is the ultimate goal from all of you. 
yeah, I think uh, I couldn't be happier with the defense and the team. I mean, we've had to have uh, numerous changes in the back um, due to injuries, you know. Um, I mean, like at the beginning of the season, Tom wasn't there, but he had to step in and he took his chances and worked really hard and um, he took his chances and performed really well. Um, so um, I think that's one of the good things about about us as a team that we do defend the box good. We get up to shots, block shots, and um, sometimes it make the day for, for me and goal very easy on game day, you know. Um, so to be able to have that little bit of luxury knowing the defense, like, literally will do anything they can to stop the ball coming to me is nice to know. And um, that's just the thing that I just need to be be sure and be ready that I'm I'm ready for when that, that the ball does get past them. But no, it's been I couldn't be happier with how how the how the team commit to, to defending the box and everything. It's been a real pleasure to to work with every day. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because in many ways it's all about sort of concentration because you, I can't really think of many games this season where you've been, you know, absolutely flat out worked because of the defence in front of you blocking so much. But there will be a time where the ball does come through and you do need to save it. So you need to be kind of switched on every minute of the game. Yeah, and that's... Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how my mentality is as well. Sometimes... Um, like whenever we score a goal, I'm not big into celebrations. Um, just because depending on what time the goal the the goal happens, for example, um, I just want to be be ready mentally. Just because if you score in the 80th minute, there's still maybe something you have to do. For example, Wigan 98th minute, but still we played on for a couple extra minutes. In that time, maybe there's a save or a cross or an action that I still need to be a part of, you know, and um, I just kind of like to stay level-headed and switched on mentally all the time. And um, like you say, in, in games like that, like I, I, will, I will always go back to the Blackpool game. I think that's one of the greatest examples this year, Blackpool away. Um, you know, I had to make a couple of saves in that game as well, but like also Tom and the defense making blocks. So, um, it's just kind of making sure you stay in the moment and and you're just switched on at all times because, um, yes, I know Tom and Potsy and, and, and Breezer and stuff and Amari are all ready to sacrifice their body, but I need to make sure I'm switched on for that one that maybe goes through their legs or that they don't block, you know, so just need to always be switched on and ready at any moment. And um, that was proved perfectly in the Wigan Home Cup game because for the second half, they never really had a look at your goal. But then in injury time, you know, that header comes over and you make a world-class save to push it behind for the corner. Otherwise, we'd have been out of the cup. It just kind of shows that your mentality is there. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and and then, of course, we followed that up with a win on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday night. So glad that Eli did score in the 97 minute because I don't think any of us wanted another half an hour of freezing ourselves like that was on um, on Tuesday night. That was pretty cold. But now we go there again on Saturday. You obviously know an awful lot about Wigan as a team, uh, as they will know about us. It's going to be a bit different on Saturday, though, isn't it? There's going to be more people in the crowd. It's going to be more of a sort of football feel, if that's the right term. 
And um, but there's nothing. There was nothing there that I've seen in the two games that we can't go there and pick up a second win in a week, which would be quite an achievement when you consider how far away it is. No, that I mean, the first FA Cup game, second FA Cup game, um, even the the home league game, we were under control and dominated all of the games, but. Just because the two FA Cup games were most recently, like we were under control the whole time, um, not really under threat. And so I think, like you say, this game will be a bit different because, um, of course, the FA Cup matters. But I mean, the league is what matters the most to the fans and the teams and stuff. So and we're at two opposite spectrums. We're at the top of the table in a fight with many other teams to make the playoffs and they're at the other spectrum at the bottom of the table fighting for survival. So there will of course be a bit more, I think tension if you want to call it that going into the game Saturday, just because of that. But like looking back at the two games and, and whatnot, I don't see why it can't be a positive result for us at the end of the day. No, I agree with that. I didn't um, see any reason. Like you say, also in the league game as well, of course, we yeah, we just didn't get that second goal, did we? If we'd done yeah, that, yeah. We'd, we'd have won that very, very comfortably as well. Um, you played at Wembley last season, albeit just for a few minutes in the in the playoffs. It would be fantastic for us to get in the playoffs and get back to Wembley again. We're only what two points behind sixth place with a game in hand, so we're nicely positioned for a really strong finish to the season. Yeah. Uh... We're two points behind six and four or three points behind third. So you can look at it either way. Um, I think, like I say, I don't know how many games there are left, but um, I, I really truly believe if we have the whole squad, 20 plus guys committed to what Rob wants to do, and we can show that um, every single Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all whenever you play the games, if we can show that, I think we have a real good shot at making something special. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, we made the playoffs ourselves last season. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go to Wembley uh, like you did, but hopefully that changes around uh, this time around. Don't listen to him. Don't <laughs> listen to him. Whatever you do, don't listen to him. <laughs> Interruption from uh, the legend that is Mick. Uh, just a quick word on Mick, actually, Ethan. I mean, he is just a star man, isn't he? <laughs> Even even as someone who's coming on loan, you know, you must know all about Mick Harford. He's just an absolute legend around the place. Yeah, to have someone with like his expertise and experience, I think uh, is uh, is a uh, very very good for the guys and for the club. Indeed, it is, uh, Ethan. I've taken up enough of your time. Uh, well done on the start on the start to the season that you've made. Really looking forward to watching you over the last 20 games. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep that ball out the back of the net and hopefully we're watching you at Wembley yeah, securing another promotion this time for Luton Town. Uh, you've been brilliant so far and we really appreciate appreciate all of your efforts. And again, thanks for the time you've given me this evening. Perfect. No, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome.